0: Justin Five Star here reminding you that nobody talks wrestling on the radio like we do during the Cerrito Live Wrestling Hour every Saturday at 11 a.m. on Sports 56. Don't believe me? Ask wrestling legend Jim Cornette.
1: You know, I appreciate
2: the job you guys do as well here on Cerrito Live and keeping Memphis wrestling. Memphis, I think it's it's been proven time and time again, and especially with the, the level of interest and respect that it still has today amongst fans all over the world. Memphis was the capital of professional.
1: Wrestling,
2: I was proud to be a part of. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Cerrito Live Wrestling Hour. Making their way to the radio from Memphis, Tennessee, the home of Rhythm and Bruise. Please welcome Kevin Cerrito and his tag team partner, Dustin Five Star.
1: Radio. I'm Kevin Cerrito, the wrestling writer for the Memphis Flyer, your host, joined alongside, as always, my tag team partner, your Grizzlies MC, your Redbirds MC, Dustin Five
0: Star. Oh, yeah! Happy Sports Ball Saturday, everybody, and happy anniversary to my Maria from yesterday. I am ready. To talk wrestling on the radio, Kevin, are you ready?
1: Oh yes, we got a great card today. Coming up later on this hour, we'll talk to Doctor Tom Pritchard. Not only is he uh, the brother of Bruce Pritchard, not only is
0: he uh, a heavenly body, he's done a lot more than just be the brother not of former Bruce Pritchard.
1: NXT, I'm giving all of his okay, accolades. Right. But it's interesting we got Bruce Pritchard's brother coming on the show today because we were going to be joined by Jerry Jarrett as well in a minute, and they're yes. rivals.
0: They are rivals. Are they
1: rivals? I think they are. You ring
0: the bell. Let's get this thing going. <laughs> but
1: Dr. Tom Pritchard is going to give us a report live from East Tennessee because Kane is going to become the mayor of Knox County
0: in just a couple of days. It's, it's going to be Kane. It's going to be Kane. So he'll be reporting live there. Now is the election? you got to catch me up. What exactly is going on? Or is that what he's going to do when he joins us?
1: He's going to catch us up on the election. The election is this week, just like our election here is happening on Thursday. They will be voting for mayor, though, on Thursday in East Tennessee. And, uh, like you said, the headline of the paper should it's going to be Kane, should be the headline. Um, in, in the paper. But, uh, okay. So that's coming up all on today's show. As you mentioned, it is Sports Ball Saturday. The Big Brothers Big Sister Sports Ball is presenting this edition of the Cerrito Live Wrestling Hour. Sports Ball is tonight, seven o'clock. You can still get tickets in advance for $100. It's $125 at the door. If you go to com, click on the Sports Ball link. It will take you to the page with more information. It is such a fun event every year. You, uh, it's a black tie and tennis shoe gala. So, uh, you dress up in your nice outfit, but you wear tennis shoes. Mm hmm. And uh, what's your favorite part of the sports ball?
0: Buy new Michael Jordan tennis shoes.
1: Wait, that's your favorite thing about the sports that's ball? That's one of my favorite it's things. The,
0: the shoes that you got to How wear. How about wearing my new Jays to the sports ball? Actually, maybe it's seeing my Maria in her new lovely dress. That's always. But no. the photo ops. I say it all the time. The photo ops are the best part of the sports ball. <laughs> and it's going to happen <laughs> right. at Nike this year. Right. So photo I want to is- see what kind of photo ops they'll have there. I hate to interrupt, but photo ops are your favorite thing about almost every event. Pretty much. I was taking a selfie favorite thing about vacation. walking in here. Favorite yeah. thing about coming on the radio? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Man, we had a great time at the beach.
1: But, no, it's great. No, it's, it really is. I'm I, I joking with Dustin here, but it's such a fun event. And, yeah, there are, they do have a photo booth. They have uh, casino games, casino games to play. They have video games to play, the jousting. They tease the return of the mechanical bull. CJ, you will be riding the mechanical bull tonight. No, I'll be too full.
0: Who is going to challenge five-star in the jousting warfare tonight, Kevin? I'll go against you. You don't want any me. Not what? on the joust. So are, you're not going to ride the mechanical bull, The CJ? worst thing you could do other than jousting me is stepping inside the squared circle with me, Kevin. Those are the two worst things you can do. I don't
1: know. We've never competed in the jousting before.
0: That's haven't? right. Yeah. It's at Nike, Inc., as, just,
1: as Dustin mentioned here, at East Shelby Drive uh, tonight. The Big Brothers Big Sisters Sports Ball. It's Games for Grown-Ups, Futures for Kids. We've been... Um, Uh, supporters of this event for many many years and we will be out there tonight so if you are going look for us come say hi Uh, if you're going to be out there partying with us tonight but our guest today our first guest because we -hmm. have two and we will of course get to the biggest story in the history of our sport later on as well we were off last week for our annual uh
0: vacation lots and lots and lots of wrestling news to catch up with not only nationwide but here in memphis there was some stuff going down we'll talk about that too well, we're going to start
1: uh, the show today talking with the the legendary former promoter of Memphis Wrestling. He's the host of a new podcast called uh, Booking Memphis Wrestling. His name is Jerry Jarrett, and he joins us now. What's going on, Mr. Jarrett?
3: Oh, not much. I've just been watching my uh, grandson play basketball.
1: Oh, wow. Was it a game, or is he just he's playing outside?
3: Yeah, they have a little three-on-three tournament here this weekend, and uh, Jackson Matthews is his name, my daughter's middle son, and he just repeated as a player of the Nike camp. Nice. He's a really nice basketball player.
0: Very, very good. All the basketball talk, man, it's got me just ready for Memphis Grizzly season, right, Kevin?
3: Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, so last time we had you on the show, yeah, was last year in 2017. You came on and we uh, talked some classic Memphis wrestling, but we also brought up Bruce Pritchard because apparently we didn't know this, but at the time you did had not heard about what Bruce Pritchard had been saying about you on his podcast.
0: Yes, and this was pre Jerry Jarrett podcast, pre uh, you being on Twitter and everything else. So we asked the question, and man, we were surprised that you you. You, you didn't know about it at that point, but since then, there's been a lot of stuff going on on the Internet um, about basically Bruce and Conrad just kind of having fun at your expense. And so we wanted to give you the opportunity to to say what you could have said last year on the program about what is going on on the Internet. Well,
3: I had fun with it on Twitter for a while. Um, Bruce draws the lower IQ 6 section of society (laughs) as his fans and uh, you know I don't know my granddaddy used to say birds of a feather flock together but um, no I didn't know I had really been completely away from wrestling and I didn't realize that um, uh, you know that Bruce was using me to try to further his career which is a virtual impossibility. Um, you know, I really liked his brother, Tom Pritchard, and he he wrestled for us there in Memphis and uh, is a great talent in the ring. But Brucey was Mr. and Ms. Pritchard's other son. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, the story is that Whenever somebody would be talking about Tom and what a great athlete he was, and say, Now you have another son, don't you? And Mr. Pritchard would say, Yeah, raise him on milk and magnesia. Ain't he the shits? <laughs> 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 We're live. We are, cool. we are
0: live. We got to use our Saturday morning Memphis wrestling language, Jerry. Sorry. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, no, I'm sorry. And my I, I meant to say ain't even the doo doo,
0: right? <laughs> but hanging around
3: Fargo too much corrupted me, right? Uh, no, I, I just um, you know I'm enjoying the podcast world, um, and I'm hoping that uh, my agent in Hollywood will give me a call this week about the reality. Show
0: that we have in the works. Wait, what now? So, yeah, yeah. Now I do want to talk to you about that because I have heard some rumblings about this. Um, actually, let's. Go I ahead have not and, heard anything about this. Yeah, I let's... love
1: wrestling and I love reality television. Please tell me what are you talking about?
3: Oh well, we just we've done a pilot and uh, a couple of uh, networks. In our agent is uh, Barry Bloom in Los. Los Angeles, and he's got a couple of networks that are interested in talking to us about uh, the broadcast. Basically, it's an American idol for wrestling. Right. If I have a forte in the wrestling business, it's developing new talent. And so this would be a a program where we would travel around the country in the preliminary shows and, and find 30 to 40 to 50 uh, wrestling talents and then take them to one location and have uh, a tournament. Scott Hall is signed up as one of our announcers. Jim Cornette is another one. And uh, Robert Fuller, Colonel Robert Fuller, is our third announcer. So, you know, people with Extensive wrestling backgrounds would judge the talent and and uh, boo them or honk them or give them thumbs down whatever you right. want to call it and then they would pass on the rest and and at the end of each preliminary show and we would go you know wrestlers wouldn't were not born backstage at Madison Square Garden or the Mid South Coliseum they come from the smoke-filled National Guard armories and the high school gyms and around the country. And uh, this show would be about where these future super, superstars get started and where they come from.
1: Okay. We're talking with Jerry Jarrett, legendary former Memphis wrestling promoter now, apparently. So you're working behind the scenes on this reality show. You guys are pitching it to different networks. Scott Hall among the... Uh, yeah, friend of the show. The
0: the judges, I guess, and, and, and James E. Cornett as well. Yes. Friend, friend of the show. Robert I Fuller is a name that we don't hear a whole, whole lot on this show, man. That is very, very interesting. So basically an American Idol type of show to where it's reality TV with wrestling and, and people get voted out and... Have you talked to Fight TV? Because I think you might have a little connection there, Jerry. <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> Jeff.
3: I, I haven't. I'm, <laughs> I have, I've been away from the wrestling business for, what, 12 years now. And so I'm just getting back in. And unfortunately, most of my contacts are no longer in place. Or I'm, now I'm not speculating now. I don't know that, but. The people that I knew at Spike and USA and Fox have probably gone on or retired or what have you. So I'm leaving it to the people that are current and know the market.
1: Right, and that make, and that makes sense. We're talking with with Jerry Jarrett, um, and uh, it's. it's it's fascinating so you're still you're you're 75 right i i know the king the other memphis's other jerry doesn't like it when when i say his age on the radio but Easy. You're, but you're 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 75 <laughs> years old and you're you're working on a tv show and you're doing a podcast like uh that very active uh for your age without a doubt and also keeping up with with the technology uh that's going on so that's very cool that you're that you're you're doing that and i know the fans of memphis wrestling are very excited that you're that you're you're out there and you're telling the story and and go back to the podcast for a minute that you guys just started just started doing this podcast did you did you start the podcast as a way to react to what was going on with Bruce Pritchard, or were you going to do this? No, no. Regardless, no.
3: I mean, you know, Bruce is has always been a sideline player, so you know, I certainly wouldn't get involved in a something as time consuming as a podcast because it takes research over a, you know, right something that doesn't affect my life. Um, I have enjoyed getting back in, but basically what has happened, and I I think that our president, Donald Trump, had a lot to do with it, is that social media has now become the dominant um, institution for Worldwide communication. And so the various... My agent and the various networks have said, well, what is your social media footprint? And I said, uh, well, I don't know. The only footprint I know is that on the beach of Sanibel when I walk... <laughs> <laughs> you know, I felt right. stupid. I didn't know what they were talking about. So... <laughs> Anyway, I got uh, a quick education and decided to establish a social media footprint. Uh, I had uh, my following on Twitter up to 5,000. I made some kind of silly mistake using an old uh, email address and got locked out of it. So I had to start all over. On Facebook, I... Think I'm approaching five thousand.
0: Now there are two two Twitter, Twitter accounts. There there are two Twitter accounts that we see. There's Jerry at Jerry W Jarrett and there's at Jerry Jarrett. Can you confirm right here on the show which one is the real you?
3: Jerry W Jarrett. Gotcha. Jerry Jarrett is was my first one
0: and okay. it's inactive. Gotcha. So and, everybody uh, follow at Jerry W Jarrett on Twitter.
3: Yes, and uh, you know. Jerry Lawler, my longtime partner and friend, was on Pod, or is on Pot Avenue. So I, I said, if you know, if Jerry did the research and likes them, I'll do it. So they're the ones that we partner with for booking Memphis.
1: Okay, and so and Dustin mentioned your Twitter. He forgot you should have spelled it out there. J E double double t with a w there in the middle. All right, so we're talking with Jerry Jarrett, former uh Memphis wrestling promoter, uh co-host of the something uh not something to wrestle with, that's Wrong the other one. podcast. Uh, but that uh, booking Memphis wrestling uh with Jerry Jarrett the podcast go subscribe to that today. Uh okay, um you mentioned the president of the United States. He's of course a WWE hall of famer. You, uh, got to be in attendance at this year's hall of fame ceremony. When your son, Jeff Jarrett got inducted into the WWE hall of fame. Can you, um, tell us about that experience, uh, down there in new Orleans?
3: Well, it was, it was a lot of fun. My wife and I went down and I was able to hook up with some great friends. And, uh, I enjoyed the experience. Um, Jeff wanted to be sure that I was there and it had been years since I had been to new Orleans and strolled the French quarter. And you know, it's the same for those that haven't been lately. It's the same as it was 50 years ago. (laughs) So, you know, right. Good food. Uh, if you like jazz music and, uh, you know, we just, we had a good time.
1: Cool. The, uh, what is it about it? Like you, I mean, you gotta be really proud for your son to be, uh, whatever you view the WWE hall of fame, you know, is it a real hall of fame, whatever that aside, it is an honor to go in it. And for, for Jeff, uh, to be inducted, that had to be a big deal, especially like you you just look at it. it's. It's hard a lot of times for these second generation wrestlers, especially the ones uh, from the Memphis territory, from Bill Dundee's son, JC Ice, to the news about Brian Christopher, again, that just right. came out like Brian Christopher's had a very tough year. Jerry Lawler's son. Um, why is it why is it often difficult for these these kids who uh, are following big names to become successful? And how did how did Jeff how is he able to just overcome that?
3: Well, um, by God's grace, for one thing, what happens to children of fathers that have, uh, in the public eye, been successful is that far too often the children find themselves chasing a shadow right. and, or a myth. Because what's in Jeff's mind, or Jerry Lawler's friends, or Dundee's friend, or, or Vince McMahon's shame, what's in their mind is magnified by several thousand, the reality of their father's success. And so this is literally impossible to catch, because the shadow is not reality it's not real you can't put your hand on it uh, it's it's it moves and so this makes it very hard on the on the son our daughter to to try to capture and and live up to what they have in their own mind their father was and I think this is, really sad. Uh, George Goulas was Nick Goulas' son, and living that sad story of George trying to be Nick uh, was really important in the way I worked with Jeff, and I told him before he when he was still at Aquinas College playing basketball. And he told me, I'd like to wrestle. He was hanging around with Stan Lane and Steve Curran and going to the gym with them. And I said, son, it will be a virtual impossibility, not for you to get over, but for you to overcome the obstacles to make it in the wrestling business whether you go to New York and try to break in or whether you go to California, you'll always be Jerry's son. And so you're going to have to be better and work harder and mostly know in your mind that my image is greatly inflated above the reality of it. And, And, Jeff, Worked his butt off and was really able to make a name for himself in the business in spite of being my son. So right, it, he, he does. I'm, I'm what, very proud of him. I I really never thought Vince McMahon would forgive him because of the errors he made politically, but he did, and uh, I think it's a testimony to. Jeff's legacy in the business.
0: It really is. And um, on his Hall of Fame speech, mentioning the generations of family members that this meant as far as the Jarretts were concerned. I love the whole speech, everything. You made it about family and, and mentioned all of you guys. So,
1: yeah.
3: It's- yeah. It was, it was special. It was emotional to me, um, you yeah. know, to see your son succeed and more than that to, Exceed past this myth of, you know, you, you can cite thousands of examples, not just in the wrestling business, but Grant Gagne trying to live up to Vern Gagne's reputation. Uh, Mike Graham committed suicide, I think, because he felt like he couldn't live up to Eddie Graham's reputation. Right. And and it's really really sad.
1: And, um, it, yeah, it's, and it's really difficult. The, the the more famous they are, the harder the harder it is. Uh, obviously, with Jerry Lawler in and, and his fame, uh, with and the stuff that Brian Christopher is having to deal with. Uh, there, especially you know, living in Memphis and the town where Jerry Lawler is the king and dominant, Man. that makes it that makes it very difficult. I mean, it's very rare, and that's what's so fascinating about watching Charlotte Flair right now. Like the most famous wrestler of all times, daughter is just doing such an outstanding job and uh, in, in being very successful in in uh, WWE and also you know in ESPN the magazine. Yeah, pretty good job there. Yeah, too. Mm-hmm. but uh, well, yeah. Go ahead. Can
3: you imagine how Shane feels though? Yeah. I mean, it's all of that. What my recommendation is for men that are in the public eye, uh, don't try to have your son follow in your exact same business. Pick another field.
0: You listen to that for Brady? It's really hard. Kevin's looking hard I'm at looking me. looking at
1: Dustin like his son Brady. I'm like, <laughs> I, I
0: I know Brady wants to be – be a wrestler. He does. He wants to be involved in the business. I'm his favorite wrestler, and um, yeah, I, I totally understand exactly what you're saying. Is following in those footsteps uh, could be very, very tough. All right,
1: we're, we're wrapping things up with Jerry Jarrett, uh, but before we let you go, I have I have one more question. I think Dustin has got one more uh, as, as well. I just want you to tell me something we don't already know about Tojo Yamamoto because Ooh. you are very close to Tojo Yamamoto over the years, and, and just like uh, just a legend beyond like. Like he's just—I can't think yeah. of somebody else whose name that you just hear Tojo Yamamoto in the in the in the fear that you would get of well, uh oh don't want and what can you tell us about Tojo Yamamoto?
3: Do you know about his cooking? Tell us about his, his co- culinary skills. Wow, tell us. Oh well, Tojo is should have been. I think his it would have, as successful as he was, I think he would have exceeded that success had he opened a restaurant. He was a Oriental cook extraordinaire. Uh, he had a sauce that we call Tojo sauce that he made, and I asked him, over and over and over again. Tojo, if you will do one thing for me before either of us die, and that's give me the recipe for your Tojo sauce. My wife begged him, and he said, I love you both, and if I tell you, I have to kill you. (laughs) 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 So... Tojo was, uh, you know, as you know, a dear friend of mine. What would you
1: uh, What would you have guessed was in the sauce? I'm sorry. What would you have guessed was in the sauce? Like, what did it taste like? What do you think was in it?
0: The Tojo sauce.
3: Well, I don't know. It uh,
0: was it like a mustard, I'm a ketchup, sure, or something? I'm
3: sure, it had a uh, a soy base. Uh, it had mustard in it. If It wasn't like any sauce at any Oriental restaurant I've ever been to. Still to this day, like you can't,
0: nothing compares. He should have had Chojo That's, Yamamoto's Hall of Fame Bar and Grill. He would have. Absolutely. That would have been a great idea for sure. Memphis Wrestling. Hibachi. Yeah,
3: absolutely. <laughs> it, it, it would have given Lawler's barbecue restaurant on Beale Street a real run for its money.
0: Oh, my goodness. Uh, Jerry, I just wanted to tell you real quick, uh, thank you so much for coming back on with us. The last time that you joined us, um, there was a little bit of controversy as to, you know, the actually the word ambush was used. And Kevin and I just wanted to invite you back on the show to let you know that in no way at all did we ever try to mention something that you had not heard about or, quote, ambush you in any sort of way. And the door is always open for you to join our show. We're your biggest fans. We love you, man. Well,
3: let, let me tell your listeners, because they probably read online, as I did, uh, after that. It made some Jerry Jarrett fans very hostile, talking about ambush and not saying this. I was, you know, you, when you're in the wrestling business, you think everybody knows everything that goes on. I can tell you that when I spent 12 years of my life in the construction and development business, there are very, very, very few people out there that are involved or watch or listen to r- pro wrestling. With the incredible ratings it gets when you go in a restaurant, there's not many in there that watch draw last Monday. So I don't feel that you ambushed me at all. You assumed that I was current, knew what it was, and that we'd have a good laugh about it. And so that's my take on it, that you were asking about, to those in the wrestling fans, what was the current topic? And I just wasn't current on it.
0: Well, and we, and that's what we were, we thought everybody was current on it and that's what people were talking about. So we definitely wanted to have you on to talk about classic Memphis wrestling, but then also to defend yourself because we've been doing that as well.
3: Yeah. No, I, I didn't know what, (laughs) I didn't know what you was talking about. (laughs) Surprise. I I listened back to my, uh, to my own podcast and I do have some distinct mannerisms in my speech pattern and so if if you're doing a takeoff or a caricature um, you do a lot of huh and <laughs> you know and uh, I, I, I do cook the tojo influence and um, so, and one of my great dishes that everybody asks me to make for him is chicken salad. So, I can understand Bruce is using that as part of his spiel.
1: Yeah, and I, I mean, and as, as I've mentioned many times before, I mean, the no, no publicity is bad publicity. So Imitation. this is this is putting your name back out there. And uh, a lot of wrestling fans who may not have remembered who, who Jerry Jerry is because they're new on the scene and they're listening to these podcasts. They're learning who you are while he, yes, of course, is, is saying things that are, 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 are mean about you or untrue. At least your name's getting out there. And Dave Meltzer has embraced being a villain on that show. Yeah, and, it's all in fun. And too. so it's all in fun. I get, we got to let you go, Jerry. We're way past a break. We appreciate you uh, being with us. And hopefully we can uh, catch up again soon. All right? Thank you. All right, thank you very much. That is Jerry Jarrett, legendary former Memphis wrestling promoter. Follow him at Jerry W. Jarrett on social media. Good stuff from him. Before we take a break, though, uh, Dustin, you got anything you want to plug? You got a show coming up. What's going on?
0: Yes, man. Oh, we didn't even talk about Roundhouse Revival 3 last Saturday at Mid-South Coliseum. It was all over the news. Even the Commercial Appeal got on board with this one. Grind City Media, Local 24, CW30. Thanks for everybody that covered, more importantly, Thanks to all the wrestling fans and Memphians that came out to support that, it was awesome. Awesome, That's and me and Derek King kicked some butt together. Y'all did crush the Coliseum Crushers. We did not have a single, uh, I guess, blip on the radar. No bumps in the road or anything. We did what we said. we were So y'all saved do. the Mid South Coliseum. It's been saved. We did. It's saved, you and Derek King. It's been mothballed for the next investor to come. <laughs> <laughs> oh. hey, but you, hey, you guys. Uh, so y'all stayed together as a team the whole time. We did.
1: We Dana did. White was not involved in this tag match. I was Let's just about
0: it. to say uh, <laughs> battle on Beale Street or Beale Street brawl, and then you had Roundhouse Revival three, and I'm hearing that there will be more events coming up very very soon in august and september some of which will be free okay. and there's even been rumors of another event taking place on beale street which will be awesome so be sure to subscribe to the five star squad all you have to do is send me your email address it's so Subscribe free.
1: to your the, the new email address for you and maria that's it all you got to do get is it.
0: send me your email address that's where that uh, information is going to be released first just like this week september 1st isle of capri the tribute to lance russell Me and my Maria are going to host it. Jerry Lawler has been announced that he will be there. Shane Russell, Lance's son, is going to be on hand as well. I'm going to try to get him on the show to talk about that event. But also it was announced this week that superstar Bill Dundee is going to be there as well. He's been confirmed. Of course, you can always check us out at AutoZone Park Memphis Redbirds Baseball. There's a ton going on, Kevin. I can't wait. To reveal the details of these events that are happening very close and in Memphis.
1: Awesome! And our next live event, next uh, trivia event, is coming up very soon as well. Uh, it's coming. We we uh, return to Laughlin Yard for the Wrestling Trivia Slam. As we return to the regular team format, the traditional Cerrito tri- Trivia. Team format for one night only for the biggest trivia party of the summer. It's a wrestling event where you get to be a part of the action. We'll have prizes for best stable name if folks come dressed up, best ring attire, and much more. And if you don't think you can win wrestling trivia, like, oh, that's too tough, it's still a fun event to come out to and be a part of and uh, chant and boo and watch, eat, drink. Uh, Oh, man, the food at New York is so good. It's free to play. It's also free uh, just to come and watch. That is the Wrestling Trivia Slam, it is uh, on the schedule. It's happening 7 p.m. bell time here, August. Ooh, it's this, August starts this week, so, yeah. so we will be uh, at Laughlin Road very soon for the, the Wrestling Trivia Slam. And go to CerritoTrivia.com for RSVP information. It's on August the 8th, Wednesday, August the 8th, 7 p.m. bell time. We've got to take a quick time out when we come back. We're going to start with Dr. Tom Pritchard about Kane becoming mayor of Knox County. Tennessee. You're listening to the uh, Cerrito Live Wrestling Hour here on Sports Entertainment. 56 and 87.7 FM!
2: Are you one of the many necessary residents who suffer from everyday boredom? Do you sit around at night looking at your phone while trying to find something to do? If so, ask your doctor about Cerrito Trivia. Well, actually that'd be a little weird instead? Just stop playing on your phone and start inviting your friends to play Cerrito Trivia. It's more than just your average mind-numbing pub quiz. It's a trivia night with questions about stuff you and your friends know and like. Featuring unique weekly themes, including TV shows, movies, music, current events, and more. All shows are free to play. For more information on locations, times, weekly themes, and drink specials, visit CerritoTrivia.com or like Cerrito Trivia on Facebook and browse the best team name Hall of Fame. And by the way, did you know Cerrito Trivia isn't just for bars and restaurants? Contact CerritoTrivia at gmail.com to bring Memphis' most unique trivia experience to your next party. Work function, or special event. Cerrito Trivia is the perfect prescription for everyday boredom. More excited, fix-mean for the prices. Laughing out loud, high the eating mass quantities of delicious food, consumption of adult beverage, right-picked scissors, and spending quality time with friends. CerritoTrivia.com. Now. Back to the Surreal Live Wrestling Hour on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. It?
3: I can roll it into MIFO, DWA.
1: Welcome back. We talk wrestling on the radio here every Saturday at 11 a.m. we got a few more minutes left. We're about to be joined by Dr. Tom Pritchard. How about that? A Pritchard on the same show as Jerry Cherry. Wow. But he did put Dr. Tom over. He, he likes, did, yeah. He likes Dr. Tom. Uh, the Serial Live Wrestling Hour every week is being brought to you by our friends over at the Rec Room. Wrestling at the Rec Room. Not only is Rec Room uh, where I'm at every Tuesday night hosting trivia, not only is it a great place to play current and classic video games on giant 20-foot screens, uh, you can also watch all the WWE and UFC pay-per-views on those giant 20-foot screens, by the way. They're always showing if there's a pay-per-view happening, it's on at uh, the Rec Room. But you can now watch real live professional wrestling on the first and third Friday of every single month at the Rec Room. $5 gets you in the $5! All ages are welcome during the show. Uh, if you're under 21, you've got to be accompanied by a parent or guardian. Rec Room, of course, located right off of Sam Cooper Boulevard, 3000 Broad Avenue. Go to RecRoomMemphis.com. For more information, but the first and third Friday of every month is $5 for some real live professional wrestling at the rec room. So you don't want to miss real Memphis wrestling at the rec room. Also, today's uh, show being brought to you by the sports ball. The sports ball is tonight. I'll be up there. Dustin will be up there. CJ as well Is the uh, annual black tie and tennis shoe gala. Great games for grownups, futures for kids. So tickets still available for that, Before we get to Dr. Tom Pritchard, we do need to talk about the biggest story in the history of our sport. Every week we talk about uh, the biggest story of the week. Sometimes it is the biggest story in the history of our sport. And where's Tony Schiavone, the last guy to drop the S-bomb on the show? <laughs> the
2: history of our sport, the biggest match in pro wrestling history. The two biggest superstars in our sport. In the biggest event this sport has ever seen, the biggest match in the history of our sport. It's the biggest story in the history of our great sport.
1: Okay, we were off last week, so we've got to address last week's biggest story. <laughs> Do I need to touch the dump button here? What's going on? Uh, the biggest story in the in the history of our sport uh, last week had to be that Hulk Hogan was reinstated into the WWE Hall of Fame, which then, of course, uh, resulted in many folks' uh, fantasy booking, right? I love the fantasy book. Hulk Hogan
0: is back! Well, kind of.
1: In, in the Hall of Fame, he had a backstage conversation with uh, everybody in the locker room, yeah. apparently. And mm-hmm. since then, you've had many people speak out, like New Day, Mark Henry, and your friend, Titus O'Neill, yeah. who who seem to be very hesitant about the move. And they're more of a, like, we don't really want to associate with Hogan, but, you know, words of wait and see type of uh, – Actions of
0: speak louder than words. And, I if uh, you know, we could talk to Dr. Tom about Titus O'Neill all day long when he joins us. But, man, Titus – He's a stand-up guy. He's a true professional. He's well-spoken. All right, but the and he's Hogan, not – yeah, he's just not going to – he's not going to just let you back in. But actions yeah. speak louder than words, and that's what Titus wants to see is he wants to see some action.
1: Well, you know, you know without a doubt, uh, well-documented my stance, I don't want to see Hulk Hogan on my, on my TV. I'm not interested in Hulk Hogan okay, being involved
0: because of what he did. Are you interested in second chances, Kevin? I'm
1: interested in second chances, okay. but he's got to – you, know, you got to earn your second chance and you got to – Prove Ow. that you're sorry. I don't know if he has proved he's sorry. He needs to do
0: something, and exactly what do you want him to do?
1: It's not, it's not necessarily up to me. I know. But I'm listening. To like what New Day is saying. Uh, I I'm just not interested in seeing. I don't know how you put him back on television. You don't bring him back. They haven't. Happen. They haven't right. yet. Right. You, yeah. And then this though, last thing on this is how uh big of a misstep it was to take him out of the hall of fame i don't think they should have taken him out of the hall of fame yeah he should have just stayed in there and you can bury him right that's what the people do in the wrestling business you can be on the roster and get buried taking him out of the hall of fame just meant that they had to have the story this week that they that they put him back in like they wouldn't have to do the we put him back in store. They could say we fired you. Jerry Jarrett mentioned him, so. a
0: social footprint and all that kind of stuff. When somebody Googled Hulk Hogan, the first thing that would come up would be WWE Hall of Fame. I'm pretty sure. Uh, and not so the Hall of when, Fame, but he's WWE. What if they erase all that, then it's harder to find that connection. Uh, to find the – with WWE and I think but it's silly. You avoid you avoid having
1: to put him back in because he was right. going to eventually come back in. So now you're like, hey, we're putting this guy who did this back in.
0: Easing him back in.
1: So they should have well, they put him back in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. I'm saying they should have fired him like they did, mm-hmm. but just kept him in the Hall of Fame and reduced his presence in all of the network stuff and all of that. That way they're not having to deal with us talking about it today. We wouldn't be talking about it they would he's back in the Hall of Fame. He's not back on TV. Uh, and we'll we'll see if that actually does happen. The biggest story this week though announced on television, the biggest story in the history of our sport is there is going to be uh an all women pay-per-view for the first time ever. It is being called Generation X in your house. Wait a
0: second. That's, oh, no wait. Oh wait, wait. What do you wait, mean? it's named after the the what other Triple H. It's named yeah. after the
1: other Triple H stable, Evolution is the Evolution. name of it. Evolution. I'm sorry. I got my Triple H uh stables mixed up. My apologies. So that's Back-
0: happen. At the greatest, sorry, back back at the greatest Royal Rumble ever, and that what it was called. It was Saudi Arabia, no women allowed, everybody was all angry, and I sat right here in this studio and I told you, how do you know they're not going to do an all women's pay-per-view? And you said, Well, I don't. They better. And I said, Well, just give it some time and you'll see. And now, what is it? A couple of months later, here we go. We have evolution, the first ever WWE all women's pay-per-view. I am actually looking forward to it. Uh, because the roster is so loaded. So when do we see women tag team champions, Kevin? Possibly before then. So
1: this paper he's is going to have the Raw Women's Championship on the line, the SmackDown Women's Championship, the NXT Women's Championship, the UK Women's Championship. I didn't even know that was a thing. And uh, Hall yeah, yeah. of Famers Lita, Trish Stratus, and Beth Phoenix will all be on the card. It may be the blow-off uh, or actually the final or the first confrontation, something to do with with Sasha versus
0: Bailey. I'm assuming is going to be on this card. I would hope it could. Uh, I do like that the, that'd the be Hall a good of main fame. event. Yeah, the Hall of Fame women are still active. They're still in good enough shape to. and young enough to actually be involved in matches as well. And we saw that at the Royal Rumble. Nassau so.
1: Coliseum this October, the first ever all women's pay per view. It would have helped, just like WWE, they're a little bit behind, you know, it's very WWE true to them that they're behind a little bit. They should have announced this around the greatest Royal Rumble to avoid that PR that they got that was negative at the time. Because if they're going to do it eventually, well, you know, here it is. So. Uh, That is the biggest story in the history of our sport this week. Next week, we could predict next week's biggest story. I'm going to predict it now. Okay. Big Red Machine Kane becomes mayor of Knox County, Tennessee. We're being joined now by our official East Tennessee correspondent. He's a former tag team champion. (laughs) I love it. He's a heavenly body. He is Dr. Tom Pritchard. What's up? Doctor. You know what's up,
2: man. It's a beautiful Saturday in East Tennessee. I hope you guys are enjoying the same kind of weather we
0: are, man. It is nice out there. We just had Jerry Jarrett here on the pod or on the uh, on the show, and he mentioned you and your brother, Doctor Tom.
2: He did. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, what, Whatever could he have said?
0: I'm not trying to stir up any kind of uh, you know baloney or any kind of heat or anything, but uh, he had some really nice things to say about you. But your brother. Not so much. <laughs> Not so much. We had to use the dump button, I believe. Oh. He, 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 he is a fan of yours. He is a fan of yours. Um, uh,
1: We, we got you on the show to talk about what uh, is going to happen this week. Of course, you've been working with uh, the big red machine, Kane, Glenn Jacobs, who the election is on Thursday, uh, August 2nd. This coming Thursday, Kane is going to be elected mayor of Knox County. It's going to be Kane That should have been the slogan of the campaign. I don't right. know what's going on. But what is what is the latest out of Knox County here with the Kane campaign? He has got an endorsement from the the uh, Knoxville newspaper. Well, of course,
2: Knoxville Sentinel uh, endorsed him, but I, and it is just a matter, I think, of semantics and, and going through the uh, the ritual of going to the the voting booth and testing your vote. So I don't want to let anybody. Who might be listening in Memphis, Tennessee. Of course, nobody's going to be listening in Knoxville, I guess this, But, uh, yeah, if you don't think your vote ever counts in an election, by God, he only won by 23 votes last time, I think. So it really, really does matter. And he, ha- he is running against Linda Haney, the Democratic uh, uh, mayoral candidate, if you will. But but I think it is just a matter of uh, uh, the ritual of going to the voting, uh, voting booth and casting your, your vote. It, he he's very excited um but again uh it, it's not official yet so you don't want right. to you don't want to it is official i mean come on but it is <laughs> don't jinx so, it kevin <laughs> yeah
1: you, don't jinx. i'm not trying to here's you, what the knoxville news senator had to say in their endorsement they said jacobs is better positioned to lead knox county his creativity bold persona and underlining seriousness and intelligence should be powerful tools for building the sort of community alliances he envisions.
0: Whoa. That, well, that, no, yeah. well, I mean, are we ever, talking about Kane here?
1: <laughs> uh, yes.
2: Yes. No, we're actually talking about Glenn, not Cain. Right, right, right. uh, so that, if you've ever heard Glenn talk uh, on any debates or any subject whatsoever where he, he's uh, studied up, read up on, on the subject uh, then you'll you'll understand how intelligent he really is, and he is a very uh, uh, very aware of what he wants to do and make this community better. So I'm, I'm very happy for him. Uh, he's been working hard. He's been working exceptionally hard. And uh, next Thursday, when he when it finally becomes official as the Knox County Mayor, uh, I think people are going to be surprised. Now I've heard both sides of the story that. Uh, some people don't care for a guy who has never held office and is a, an outsider, so to speak. And then I've also heard from people who like that fact. So right. it's going to be a very interesting four years, no matter what. And I think uh, Glenn's going to be a great Knox County mayor, and people are going to be pleasantly surprised. And some uh, some are going to be even more uh, uh, excited once he gets in and starts doing what he does. He hasn't
0: held any office, but he has held many championships. And speaking of holding many championships, how much of a surprise was it to see Kane back on WWE TV just a couple of weeks ago having a world tag team title match on a pay-per-view? Yeah, I,
2: I mean, he still... Look, professional wrestling is still going to be a hold a, a place in his heart. And he's even mentioned that he, he will still wrestle part-time if time allows and if his schedule allows. And, and there's some, uh, again... I, You know, there's some news and there's some happenings that will be unfolding um, once he takes office and and in the wrestling world Mm around Knoxville, Tennessee, that I can't really speak about right now, but uh, around December or maybe November, I guess, we could could start talking about that again. I really would like to let everybody know, and I'll let Dustin and you guys know as well, uh, about... An announcement we have, and, and oh, it concerns cool. it concerns myself and it concerns Knoxville, Tennessee. So, so you know, championships and wrestling certainly aren't going to just uh, disappear from his life.
1: Was there? We're talking with Dr. Tom Pritchard. He is our official East Tennessee political correspondent. We're covering the election of Kane as the mayor this coming Thursday. Uh, Dr. Tom will be back with us next week for a recap of the yeah. election to talk about it. And uh, but he's he's joining us now. Was there a conversation? Uh, did Glenn want to become tag team champions? He fought he, for that. I thought for sure that Team Hell No, Daniel Bryan and Kane would win the tag team titles because Vince wanted to have an active mayor be yeah. a champion of the company, just like he's got Brock crossing, Brock Lesnar Brock. crossing, crossing over with the UFC. Was there a, uh, a conversation that that of that actually happening or there was there no chance in hell? No, for that to happen.
2: Well, you know, I'm, I wasn't privy to any of those conversations, so I can only speculate like you. And and I would speculate, no, probably not, because I think that being the tag team champion and flying back and forth to all these TVs uh, would be a little much, especially when he's just getting used to the office. So possibly, yes, but I would highly uh, favor no.
1: All right, we're 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 wrapping things up with Dr. Tom uh, today. If you are listening in the Knox County area, the election, of course, on Thursday, I'm assuming today's the last day to early vote because it is here in Memphis as well. So you probably get out an early vote. Oh, it's, been, it's been a heavy early vote here, man. So, you, of course, yeah. uh, so sure. if, if you can vote for – if I write in the Christmas creature, will that vote count for Glenn Jacobs? Hey, listen,
2: I wrote myself in for one of the councilmen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if I write in fake I diesel, did. will they count that for him?
2: Did you put doctor yeah, of desire on there? <laughs> yeah, just they put it in the paper. They just made it in the paper.
1: If I write in uh, The Undertaker's brother, will that count?
2: Oh, Kevin. I'm not sure about that. Doomsday. I
1: think if I write in Doomsday, in. will that count? Just write in Glenn Jacobs. Just check you don't the don't box. Have to just check the box. Yeah, That's the, the easiest. I just check want to make sure. I just want to make sure Kane about to become the mayor of uh, Knox County. And I can see I can see WWE really wanting Kane to be the tag team champion. But Glenn uh, Jacobs himself knowing that he got some heat. He got some heat from his political uh, rival, uh, Lena Haney, that he's running against at Knox Uh, County, who who criticized him for wrestling uh, the month before the election. That he should have been concerned with what was going on. Um, Yeah,
2: but. But again, I think that's just uh, politics talk, and I think that's just. Uh, there's been a lot of negative ads run in East Tennessee lately here, I and mean, probably all over. But, but I don't think she really meant it. I really don't think she uh, had anything else to stand on except that.
1: None of the ads mentioned Katie Vick, right? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, one ad we didn't run but yeah <laughs> all right uh, on that note uh, we, we've got to let you go we're out of time but we'll talk to you though next week will you be out there campaigning on thursday you'll be standing on the side with us uh, oh, a straight man, with we, us. no
2: no 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 uh, yeah we'll be not only campaigning but uh, we'll be at crown uh, plaza uh, waiting for the results yeah
1: awesome all right dr tom pritchard
0: uh live from east tennessee thank you doctor thank
2: you guys that was-
0: Talk to you next week. All right. Awesome. And wrestling fans, you heard the Brickhouse Brown story of him passing away, but then he's he's not dead. He's actually alive and well. Next week, Reggie B. Fine, his best friend and tag team partner, will join us to give us a full scoop right here on Cerrito Live. Reggie
1: B. Fine, hear that? Low budgets. It's going to be awesome. Next Saturday. That's it. We are out of time. I want to thank you, all of you low budgets for listening. Until next week, I'll see you around the territory.
2: Attention all grandmas, grandpas, nanas, and pop-pops. Bingo is not just for you anymore. Introducing Cerrito Bingo. It's a modern twist on a classic game for everyone to enjoy. Play 10 exciting rounds of free bingo every week at locations all over the Memphis area. For more info, visit ceritobingo.com. Cerrito Bingo is the game-o. Now play Cerrito Bingo every Friday night at the Memphis Made Tap Room and every Sunday Funday at Laughlin Yard.